0: Good morning ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dr. Armen, Professor Armen Astvatsatryan from Yerevan, Armenia. And today we will talk about public health, search topic. You are on uh, Dr. Y channel, so I'm Dr. Y for you of course. Dr. Y and today we will talk about sustainable development goals. Okay? But let's some words about some historical points. I think it's quite uh, serious in principle. So what is hospital? So the history of public health care clearly shows the global effort to improve health care for all. During the Middle Ages, hospitals served different functions from modern institutions as almshouse, charitable housing, for the poor, hostels for pilgrims, or hospital schools, all free of charge, of course. The word hospital comes from the Latin word hospice, signifying stranger or foreigner, hence a guest. Another noun derived from this, hospitum, came to signify hospitality, that is, relation between guest and shelter, hospitality, friendliness, and hospital, hospitable reception. By metonymy, the Latin word then came to mean a guest chamber, guest lodging, an inn. Hospices, as does the root for the English words host, where the he was dropped for convenience of pronunciation. Hospitality, hospice, hostel, and hotel—the latter modern word derives or derives from Latin via the ancient French Romance word "hostel," which delivered, which which, uh, which delivered, developed a silent s, which letter was eventually removed from the word the loss of which is signified by a circumflex in the modern french words hostel hotel the german word "spital" shares a similar roots the order of hospitaliers or knights hospitalier or hospitals was the name of the medieval catholic military order that provided care for sick poor or injured pilgrims coming to the Holy Land since 11th century. However, in modern-day medicine, real measurable change has not been clearly seen. And critics argue that this lack of improvement is due to ineffective methods that are being implemented. As argued by a professor and chair of the Department of Global Health and Social Medicine at Harvard Medical School. Professor Farmer, structural inventions could possibly have a larger impact, and yet there are numerous problems as to why this strategy has yet to be incorporated into the health system. One of the main reasons could be the fact that the physicians are not properly trained to carry out structural interventions, meaning that the ground-level health care professionals cannot implement these improvements. While structural interventions cannot be the only area for improvement, the lack of coordination between socioeconomic factors and health care for the poor could be counterproductive, and that up causing greater inequity between the health care services received by the rich and by the poor. This being the case without changing the way in which health care is delivered to those who have less access to it, the universal goal of public health cannot be achieved. The social determinants of health are the economic and social conditions and their distribution among the population that influence individual and group differences in health status. They are health-promoting factors found in one's living and working conditions, such as distribution of income, wealth, influence and power, rather than individual risk factors such as behavioral risk factors or genetics that influence the risk for a disease or vulnerability to disease or injury. According according to some viewpoints, the distributions of social determinants are shaped by public policies that reflect the influence of prevailing political ideologies of those governing jurisdiction. The unequal distribution of health-damaging experiences is not in any sense a natural phenomenon, but is the result of a toxic combination of poor social policies and fair economic arrangements, where the already well-off and healthy become even richer, and the poor are already more likely to be ill become even poorer and the bad politics. To address current and future challenges in addressing health issues in the world, the United Nations have developed the Sustainable Development Goals 2015, building of the Millennium Development Goals of 2000 to be completed by 2030. Public health officials can use these goals to set their own agenda and plan for smaller-scale initiatives for their organizations. These goals hope to lessen the burden of disease and inequality faced by developing countries and lead to a healthier future. These goals... The the first things are the principles, so-called Six Commandments. These goals in their entirety encompass the entire spectrum of development across nations. However, goals from 1 to 6, from 17, directly address health disparities, primarily in developing countries. First of all, no poverty, and poverty in all its forms everywhere. Yes, this is utopia, but anywhere. Zero, we, we are born to make utopia a reality. <laughs> and God bless us. Zero hunger and hunger achieve food security and improve nutrition and promote sustainable agriculture. Good health and well-being ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all at all ages. Quality education ensure inclusive and equitable quality, education, and promote lifelong learning opportunities for all. Gender, no, actually this is a sex equality, but it's noted uh, as a gender equality. Uh, Gender equality, achieve gender equality and empower all women and girls. Clean water and sanitation, ensure availability and sustainable management of water and sanitation for all. The links between the various sustainable development goals and public health are numerous and well established. Living below the poverty line is attributed to poor health outcomes and can be even worse for persons living in developing countries where extreme poverty is more common. A child born into poverty is twice as likely to die before the age of five compared to a child from a wealthier family. The detrimental effects of hunger and malnutrition that can arise from systemic challenges with food security are enormous. The World Health Organization estimates that 12. 0.9% 0.9% of the population in developing countries is undernourished. Health challenges in the developing world are enormous, with only half of the women in developing nations receiving the recommended amount of health care they need. they need. Educational equity has yet to be reached in the world. Public health efforts are impeded by this as a lack of education can lead to poor health poorer health outcomes this is shown by children of mothers who have no education having a lower survival uh, rate compared to children born to mothers with primary or greater levels of education cultural differences the role in the role of women vary by country. Many gender inequalities are found in developing nations. Combating these inequalities has shown to to also lead to better public health outcome. In studies done by World Bank on populations in developing countries, it was found that when women had more control over household resources, the children benefit through better access, through better access to food, healthcare, and education. No, I don't know. So, because, uh, basic sanitation resources and access to clean sources of water are a basic human right. However, 1.8 billion people globally use a source of drinking water that is fecally contaminated and 2.4 billion people lack access to basic sanitation facilities like toilets or pit latrines. A lack of these resources is what causes approximately 1,000 children a day to die from diarrheal diseases that could have been easily prevented from better water and sanitation infrastructure so let's start from the beginning uh, first it's uh, first utopia is no poverty actually it's not a utopia but uh, anyway so no poverty and poverty in all its forms everywhere very dif- very in modern world it's very very difficult to obtain this goal. So, no poverty, and poverty in all its forms, everywhere. Extreme poverty has been cut by more than half since 1990, however, more than one in five people live on less than $1.25 a day. Poverty is more than lack of income or, or resources, it includes lack of basic services, such as education hunger, social discrimination and exclusion, and lack of participation in decision-making. Gender inequality plays a a large role in the perpetuation of poverty and its risks. They they then face potentially life-threatening risks from early pregnancy and often lost hopes for an education and a better income. Age groups are affected differently when struck when struck with poverty, its most devastating effects are or, uh, most devastating effects are, are on children, to whom it poses a great threat. It affects their education, health, nutrition, and security. It also negatively affects the emotional, spiritual, and emotional development of children through the environment it creates okay this is about poverty another point is zero hunger zero hunger means end hunger achieve food security and improved nutrition and promote sustainable ag- agriculture Globally, one in nine people are undernourished. The vast majority of these people live in developing countries. Agriculture is the single largest employer in the world, providing livelihoods, livelihoods for 40% of today's global population. So, once again, agriculture is the single largest employer in the world, providing livelihoods. For forty percent of today's global population, is the largest source of income and jobs for poor rural households. Women comprise, on average, forty-three percent of ag- of agricultural agricultural labor force in developing countries, and over fifty percent. Yes, fifty percent in parts of Asia and Africa, and yet only 20% of the land. So, poor nutrition causes nearly half, 45% my dad, my darlings, huh? poor nutrition causes nearly half 45% of death in children under 5, 3.1 million children each year. It's catastrophe. So, third point is the good health and well-being. Good health and well-being ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all at all ages. Significant strides have been made in increasing the life expectancy. In increasing life expectancy and reducing some of the common killers associated with child and maternal mortality and major progress has been made on increasing access to clean water and sanitation, reducing malaria, tuberculosis, polio, and the spread of AIDS. However, only half of women in developing countries have received the health care they need and the need for family planning in increasing exponentially. While the need met is growing slowly, more than 225 million women have unmet need for contraception. An important target to substantially reduce the number of death and illness from population-related disease. So, quality education. Ensure inclusive and equitable quality education and promote lifelong learning opportunities for all. Major progress has been made for education access, specifically at the primary school level for boys, for both boys and girls. However, access doesn't always mean quality of education or completion of primary school. Currently, 103 million youth worldwide still lack basic literacy skills. And more than 60%, 60% of them are women. Target 1, by 2030, ensure that all girls and boys complete free, equitable and quality primary and secondary education, leading to relevant and goal 4, effective learning outcomes. Shows the commitment to non-discriminatory education outcomes. Point 5, gender equality. Gender equality, achieve gender equality and empower all women and girls. So providing women and girls with equal access to education, health care, decent work, and representation in political and economic decision-making processes will fuel sustainable economies and benefit societies and humanity at large. While a record 143 car- uh, countries guaranteed equality between men and women in their constitutions by 2014, another 52 had not taken this step. In many nations, gender discrimination is still woven through legal and social norms. Though goal 5 is the gender equality standalone goal, huh? standard development goals can only be successful if women are completely integrated into each and every goal. Okay, another point of standard development goals. Sustainable story. So, number six, clean water and sanitation means ensure availability and sustainable management of water and sanitation for all. Uh So, once again, clean, number six is clean water and sanitation means Ensure availability and sustainable management of water and sanitation for all. Number seven. Affordable and clean energy. Ensure access to affordable, reliable, sustainable and modern energy for all. Decent work and economic growth. Promote sustained, inclusive and sustainable economic growth. Full and productive employment and decent work for all. Number nine. Industry. Innovation and in infrastructure build resilient 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 infrastructure, promote inclusive and sustainable industrialization and foster innovation. Reducest, reduced inequalities, reduce income inequality within and among countries sustainable sites and communities number 11 make sites and human settlements inclusive safe resilient and sustainable number 12 responsible consumption and production ensure sustainable consumption and production patterns Climate action. Take urgent action to combat climate change and its impacts by regulating emissions and promoting developments in renewable energy. Life. Number 14. Life below water. Water. Conserve and sustainable use the oceans, seas and marine resources for sustainable development. Number 15. Life on land protect restore and promote sustainable use of terrestrial ecosystems sustainably manage forests combat desertification and halt and reverse land degradation and halt biodiversity loss peace number 16 peace justice and strong institutions promote peaceful and inclusive societies for sustainable development provide access to justice for all and build effective, accountable and inclusive inclusive institutions at all levels. And finally, number 17. Partnerships for the goals strengthen the means of implementation and revitalize the global partnership for sustainable development. So, that's all concerning Sustainable Development Goals. Thanks, your for, thanks for your attention. My friends, see you in another lecture. Don't forget to follow and subscribe our channel. If you are on the YouTube, just put the ring on to be just in touch with all our news. And it will be highly appreciated if you can make donates, donates, donations to our channel. How to make these donates, you can find in description of this video in YouTube or elsewhere i don't know or in some uh, podcast goodbye see you in another lectures god bless you